For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. What is up, Thunder fans? You people are listening to Topic Thunder. What is up, everybody? The quest for 81 and 1 starts tonight, (laughs) (laughs) and Steven and I are here to deliver it. Um, If you didn't get the gist, it's Steven and I on the pod, Um, and we lost. Uh, But it is what it is, you know? I had low expectations, and I was, they were surpassed, um, I must say. Steve, before we dive into all that, man, how the hell are you doing? Like, you've had a lot happen since the last time we've heard your voice on here. What do you mean? What happened? What are you talking about? Oh, what are you talking about? I got to see this little <laughs> beautiful thing. She is amazing. Steve, just tell us. Tell everybody. All right. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, th- I guess this makes it 10 days ago. My wife and I had a little baby, little baby Ray. She's adorable. Um considering this is the first time i've ever recorded anything about her in case you're listening in the future ray will you just quit farting so much i mean my goodness <laughs> you know that's uh comes from the dad's genetics right <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is every time she farts it confuses her <laughs> she's like what was that noise <laughs> what's going on she's looking for the closest closest she's exit like, who's behind me <laughs> How do I get out of here? Um, that is just awesome, though, man. So, so yeah, just knock that off a little bit. Uh, yeah. But other than that, you're doing great. You know, happy to have you around. Aw, aw. And um, I'm the knack. Oh, and quick quick shout-out to the wife, Mukta. You did a great job, and, and I am in awe of everything you accomplished. Aw. Mrs. Dolan, you are an angel and a saint. Um, mm-hmm. and everything else that's sweet in this world. Thank you for bringing this little Ray in this world. Uh, Steve is literally smiling like ear to fucking ear right now. Um, I don't know if we need to bleep that out, but that's the adjective that needed to be used here um, <laughs> because that's how big of a smile it is. Uh, this guy is super proud of this. So congrats, Steve. Um, Dolan family, glad to see you guys added another member. I'm next. And I am scared yeah. crapless, dude. You up next. Yeah. Like, you up next. We're, we're talking like Don't. next two weeks, it's happening. And I'm freaking out. And uh, me and Steve had like a, a dad pep talk uh, before we started recording tonight. And uh, he gave me some cool little tips and tricks and just, you know, things to expect. Um, 
Yeah, and that's what's great. And Maddie, Maddie and his wife just had a little girl. Oh yeah. And then I just had one, and you're up next. And we've already got Dylan and Alex with with older kids. So yeah, we we've got plenty of backup for you if you need some advice. Yeah. We got you covered. <laughs> yes. Um. We we need two more so we can start a basketball team. So we'll figure this out sometime. Uh, Come on, Matt Tierney, get with the program, <laughs> yeah. man. We, we need Tierney. Girls, his at is Prime Nerlens. He's not even on the pod tonight, but uh, hit, hit him up if you're looking for a really nice guy that's looking to settle down. <laughs> uh, yeah, because we're peer pressuring him into having children, <laughs> so he should be an easy target right now. All right, y'all. So we're all... <laughs> I was not expecting that, so that's what even made it better. Steve got a mixer, and he just loves messing with this thing. Um, (laughs) uh, No, we lost tonight, unfortunately. Um, I thought we were going to pull it out 95 to 100. It was in Utah. I said we were going to go 2-1 this week on the weekly, and I said this is the game that we were going to lose, and we sure as hell lost it. Uh, Steve, eighty-one and one, buddy. What do you think? Can we do it? Man, to be perfectly honest, I feel like this game could not have gone any better. You know, like I feel like this is the exact result that we're looking for as Thunder fans for the rest of this season. I'm perfectly happy. Uh, I guess like Stephen Adams's performance and Terrence Ferguson's performance aside, just as far as result and and the main three players that I'm looking for performance out of that being Chris Paul, Daniel Gallinari and Shea Gilders Alexander. Like I'm just thrilled and slightly happy that we didn't pull it out at the end. So let's just, let's just get right into this, man. (laughs) Steve is in tank mode and we are going into TiVo mode. You don't need to explain to me why you need TiVo. All right, guys. So the first quarter stunk. I really don't know much about it. (laughs) And I'm totally hoping Steve can redeem me here on the first quarter viewership. Yeah. You're just going to throw me like it's (laughs) both wheels. You're going to just pretend we didn't talk about this beforehand. I get it. Uh, okay. Yeah, I see what you're doing. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, look, I, I mean, I was I was taking care of baby. I was watching TV and I was following along on the play-by-play knowing that I could catch up because I don't get commercials. And I saw that we only scored 12 points in the first quarter and I was just like, I'm going to skip that quarter. <laughs> I, I caught glances of the score. You know, I was at work, so that's why I couldn't you know, really just sit there and dive into it. And I saw the 12 points after the first quarter and I was just sick. But like we were sort of saying, we got what we expected. Um, It wasn't like Mm -hmm. we were... Well, I will say, I will say I expected after this preseason, I expected big things out of Steven Adams, right? Oh, yeah. I mean... Yeah, and the first, he went like 0 for 5 in like the first five minutes or something and then just kind of went offline for the rest of the game. <laughs> well, he was engaged. On offense, yeah, I was on say. offense. He was engaged in other spots, but 
Um, you know, th that was definitely a low point in that first quarter. I mean, the highlight to me is we only gave up 23, you know, after mm -hmm. only scoring 12. Well, you sure as hell, if you're not playing good offense, you, you better be playing good defense to make up for it. And um, I kind of like that we had some moxie there sort of the whole night, and it started in this quarter, I felt like. Um, yeah, and you know what? Like, kind of along the theme of this is the best-case scenario for us, what, what we're looking for, in my opinion, this season are really close games where everybody competes well, where Shea looks awesome, and where we can say, you know what? We have some excuses <laughs> that we lost. <laughs> That's ideal, right? So, like, this first quarter getting off to such a slow start. Hey, man, it's our first game as a team together, you know? Like, who expected us to get off to a quick start? Like, we, we were behind the eight ball. Yeah, so we're, we're going to be the cop-out team all summer. Or it's all great. year, yeah. I mean. That's exactly Perfect. what's going to happen. Um, screw it. I'm down with it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the second quarter, that second quarter... Mm -hmm. seemed like uh, somebody and you seem to hit his face a lot made a lot of ridiculous three-pointers to really get us back in this game really quick hey man ha hashtag stupid faces too you know like, <laughs> stupid faces matter <laughs> you can, the guy can shoot like I, I don't like him at all but I'm not mad that he can knock down some threes and one of those was a pretty sick like step back right to left like yeah it was pretty nasty. Yeah, like he he pulled a couple of those out of his out of his rear end tonight. As far as like that little <laughs> weird move, um, off of I think like you know fading off to the right somewhere in the third quarter, maybe the fourth. Like he, I like him. I'm not. I'm just gonna say it. I like him. I'm okay with him now, just because he's wearing the thunder across the chest, and he's really is trying to lead these guys. And you saw it in that first quarter. You know what I mean? Where he came out that second quarter was like, all right, everyone else is starting off slow. I let everybody else do what they wanted to do. Little Papa Bear come take care of you. And uh, we just poured it on him in that second quarter, dude. Like, we outscored him by eight, put up 34 points, and then still held them, you know, underneath 30. What, what were some things that stood out to you in the, the second? Well... Firstly, Chris Paul's stupid face. <laughs> Secondly, yeah, I just you know what I really enjoy is the the bringing Hamadou Diallo and Darius Baisley off the bench together, yeah. which which happened a couple times. Like it's just like, bang, here's the young guns, yep. you know. Yep. And Hami was great in this game. Darius was, you know, out there. Well, but is this yeah? I know, nah, nah. I'm not like I'm not dumping okay like okay. I'm, i've seen fine. i've seen twitter do it already tonight so i'm just yeah. Yeah, already whatever whatever <laughs> pumpy breaks key <laughs> but i mean it's just like these these two guys like just to come off the bench and these two young athletic freaks like just at the same time it's just kind of cool and one of them it feels like is gonna do something cool night tonight i think i think he's i i said it preseason. I think he's got a really big chip on his shoulder and he's ready to prove something. Um, especially just after the sort of the drop off after the draft, you know, in the draft rather. And then him 
coming in his rookie season and being sort of inconsistent and then, you know, really picking up, gaining some confidence and momentum by winning that slam dunk contest last year. Uh, it's starting to reflect this year like he knows he belongs. Uh, he's put on some good weight. Uh, still some questionable things, I mean, with his decision making. But overall, he was definitely a stinking spark plug in that second quarter. Um, yeah, and then, you know, that pretty much wraps up the first half, and then we get into the second, and it was like a legitimate basketball game where both teams knew that they had a shot at winning at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. And if I thought we were playing good defense before, you know, in the first half. Mm-hmm. They actually turned it up a little bit more in the second, or, or, you know, in that second half. They came out of the locker room, and it seemed like they knew what they were trying to control. You know what I mean? The rest of the game and the Jazz ended up later on adjusting to it, as you can tell, and took the lead back. But this quarter was a lot of fun to watch, mostly because we held the lead like a good chunk right. of the time. Um, that helps. Yeah, leads are fun. I love leads. especially when you're not expecting to be leading. It's nice to yeah. be surprisingly leading. Yeah, because I I think I was telling people like I think we're gonna lose by ten, maybe more you know just easily even if they had a bad shooting night um but i mean we controlled what we could control at times during that third quarter and uh shots were falling you know we ended up scoring 28 as a team we don't do a lot of flashy stuff as a team you know how last year and prior years like there would always be like a couple of just crazy big plays that were really really fun and just awesome mm-hmm. i just don't see that with this team i mean shay had like one really nice dunk that happened here in the third i believe um yeah off a of pump fake and he has a really good pump fake yeah the, the yeah. key to a good pump fake is not when you start to shoot it's like the rhythm where you take your steps like you're going to shoot yep and like the hip dip you know the, those are the keys to a good pump fake that's how you got a daughter was the hip dip. Don't bring that into this podcast, okay? <laughs> well, look, I'll uh, say, like, Russell Westbrook has a terrible pump fake. Oh, yeah, it's, it's terrible. Like, it's because he, he does too It's all arms. Much. It's yeah, all arms. You can't do that, yeah. It, but the pump fake's all in, in your footwork and your hip dip. Yeah, the hip dip and the footwork. <laughs> um, third quarter, though, like I said, was just a lot of fun just because we scored and at times whenever they were supposed to score we stepped up like in this quarter Muscala really didn't do anything for us you know offensively tonight but he played some pretty good defense I think yeah he, he did had... play good defense and yeah, you know what yeah. he didn't really do much offensively but he also like Chris Paul in particular, but it just seems like people are looking for him. Like they trust him on that pick and pop mm-hmm. and that adds spacing, especially if he ever starts making them. But even for now, like people have to stick close by him or he's going to get wide open threes. But yeah, his defense was really impressive. He's kind of good at that Roy Hibbert verticality thing already. Right. <laughs> oh man. I mean, I think he I mean, he's, he's like six inches shorter than Roy Hibbert, but oh, yeah. he's, he's good at just like getting in the way and jumping straight up. Yeah. I mean, that's what good defense is. So, 
Great job, Moose. I know why Sam showed up to your house now for the two blocks of game we're about to get. Um, another, you know, nice little highlight that I saw um, in the third was that's whenever Gallinari just started shooting a little bit better. It felt like he was kind of cold to start off the game. and He was. was I think he started fell. three for nine. Yeah, and then a couple of them fell just back to back to back to back to back, and I think a good chunk of those came in the third. Um, I mean, it was just a, a good freaking quarter. I mean, I, I was feeling really confident going into the fourth. We had all the momentum, it seemed like. The young guys were clicking, and the fourth quarter happened. Yeah, the fourth quarter happened. Donovan Mitchell happened, basically. Um, yeah. Terrence Ferguson was incredibly underwhelming in this game. Even <sighs> the place where he hangs his hat on defense, like, look, Mitchell's really, really good. Nobody just locks him down. But yeah. the ways he was beating Terrence Ferguson were uh, kind of embarrassing. Like, he was just getting him on that back hip and just making him look like, I don't know. It was child's play at times. I mean, it yeah. really was. I felt so bad. And we – we had a little bit of everybody. Like, Dennis got straight cooked by him multiple times in that fourth mm-hmm. quarter. Yeah. Um, it was – he just scored a lot of points in the fourth. And it was just like a barrage of Donovan Mitchell and us not being able to put the ball in the basket all of a sudden. Like, we could yeah. not find the, the offense basket. got rough. Like, the yeah. offense got rough there for a little bit. And – you know what? Like I, I actually already see people on Twitter bagging on Billy Donovan for playing that three point guard lineup a little bit down the stretch. But yeah. you know what? Like if Terrence Ferguson isn't able to defend his guy, what what's he doing out there? Yeah. What's he doing out there that Dennis Schroeder can't do? You know? I mean, no, that's that's a hundred percent true and considering at least Dennis will shoot, you know, Terrence didn't even put up a shot tonight. <laughs> He didn't even attempt a field goal tonight. And you can't have that coming from your, your starting three. Like your starting Honestly, three the only three. time I noticed him on the court was when Donovan Mitchell was scoring on him. Yeah. Well, and, and maybe it was just some nerves and, and, you know, wanting to come out and do more. Maybe, I don't know. Who knows? I just hope that he he learns from it and moves on. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, he got, he got cooked. And we need him to be top-notch until Dre gets back at least. Yeah, uh, we need him to be really, really, really good. I was proud of Chris Paul. I mean, since we're on this topic of defense, Chris Paul played a damn good game on Mike Conley. Yeah, him and Mike Con- Mike Conley was so frustrated. Yeah. Even on the other end, where Chris Paul just kept drawing those uh, rip yeah, move fouls on him. Fouls. Oh yeah, that was so <laughs> awesome. There was like four of them in a row, and Chris was just slowly bringing us back in the game. I'm like, this is why I would scream at my TV whenever I, you know you were the opponent, because yeah. it would just drive me insane. And I couldn't imagine like being on the court with him. I would be so freaking mad. Um, but he played a really good defensive game, and I honestly think that he's the one that set the tone. You know. Mm-hmm across the team you know to sort of come out and play that way um it was just unfortunate we could buy a freaking basket to save our life like we just could not do it yeah Um, or maybe it was very fortunate depending on your perspective 
Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we gave up 32 in the fourth, and that was the highest that they had scored in a quarter all night. And, you know, you're saying the whole Dennis Schroeder thing. I, I get what you're saying about that now, you know, play, him playing down the stretch. But that really hurt at times, especially whenever Dennis isn't making shots. Like, that is so tough. But then I'm like, Terrence didn't even try to shoot a shot. So, mm-hmm. never mind. Let's go ahead. And um, it was a wash. We were going to get the same result no matter who was in the game. Uh, yeah. It was it was bad at the end. Just really bad decision making. Um, I think Hami had two of his turnovers right there at the end, if I'm remembering right, or at least one for sure. Well, and look, and, and here's one of the reasons why I say this this game couldn't have gone any better for us as Thunder fans. Like, Thunder down two, trap Mike Conley in the corner with Chris Paul and Hami. And Hami gets a questionable blocking foul called on him. That's with like 20 seconds left. God. Right? Yeah, I was so mad. I mean, it was, it was, it was I, I understand, I understand yeah. the call, but it was questionable. But that's the cool thing, right? We, we lose this game. That's one step closer to a higher draft pick. But we can all sit here and say, man, if they had just called that foul the other way, then we have the ball down two with 20 <laughs> seconds left. Like, that, we could get a win, you know? Dude. Like, we have all these nice excuses. It's yeah, great. That's the, that's the bane of Thunder fan existence. We've had excuses, like, every single year, and I'm just ready not to have to make them anymore. Yeah, but now I get to make them. <laughs> <laughs> It's different than having to make them. I can't even argue with this logic. Uh, I can't even argue with it. Um, I get to be like, ah, oh, it was cool. We lost. But, man, you know what? We could have won. <laughs> I mean, was there anything that stuck out to you in the fourth quarter before you wrap up the TiVo? Nah, that's about it. Like, it was, it was cool that we were so competitive. Uh, some of our closing sets were really good. We just couldn't stop Donovan Mitchell. God. And that darn call, man, you know. <laughs> that's got us. Every that's time. All. Another Giannis Antetokounmpo foot out of bounds all over <laughs> again. Um, oh, man. Jeez Louise. Uh, <laughs> gosh, dude. I'm, I'm so optimistic right now, though. Like, so optimistic just about the future. Yes, I know some pieces are going to be gone off this team, but boy, we're still going to be really, really, really fun just to watch, especially with that effort every night. Like, you bring that to me every night on defense, I'm happy. Minus, like, that fourth quarter. Like, figure that out. Don't ever do that again. But the rest of it, I loved it. Yeah. And, I mean, look, we're going to get Dre back. There was a nice video from pregame courtesy of Steve McGee of Dre kind of cooking Lou Dort one-on-one and jumping off wait for the record (coughs) the injured leg did you see those handles though yeah who's been hanging out with rachel demita he's been hanging out with lethal shooter i don't know if he's uh if he has handles but jeez man like i don't think i've ever seen him do that it was cool and then again he jumped off the injured leg to finish when he absolutely didn't have to because it was a left-handed layup. He didn't have to jump up his left leg. Just did it for fun, which makes me think it's natural. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. So we're going to get Dre back. So, yeah, the defense is going to be good. But make no mistake, we're going to lose some games 
by more than five this year. Don't you wish that on us? If I'm I not wishing the- it on us. I'm just saying, like, I, I do not want us to get blown out. If we lost 56 games by five points each, that would be excellent for me. Okay. But we're going to lose some games. So, like, I'm just prepare yourself is all I'm saying. So you're thinking we're going to lose 56 plus games? Uh, depends how, you know, we've had this conversation. Depends how quickly we trade people. Okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. One highlight that I love from the team is Mm -hmm. we shot 37% from the three point line as a team on 27 attempts. I couldn't believe it. So how many out of 27? 10 out of 27. Mm, So that means we went three for our last... 10 yeah yeah we had 11. a bad stretch three for our last 11 at the yeah and a lot of that was in the fourth trying to get that thing back together it was uh not good to us the rim was not nice to us but the other thing that really if i'm going to say something concerned me is the fact that we cannot hit free throws still like that was probably one of the most frustrating things ever was that um I mean, it's game one of 82. We lost. It was by five. It's no big deal. We're still going to be where we need to be next year. Everything's going to make sense next year. That's what I have to keep telling myself, especially if we're going to be taking these losses. Um, gosh, it's... It was just nice to see that effort. That's all that I'm really excited about. Do you watch Friends? Do you watch How I Met Your Mother? Then Then you you should listen listen to How I Met Your Friends. Hi, I'm Kathleen. And I'm Julie. And we are the ladies behind How I Met Your Friends, the podcast that explores the similarities and theories of Friends and How I Met Your Mother. Every week, we watch an episode from each show and dive deep into the crossovers and catchphrases. So if you've ever noticed the similarities between these fantastic shows, come check out our podcast. You can reach us on social media at How I Met Your Friends Pod or email Pod at gmail.com. Is think of a player of the game. I mean, this one's kind of a gimme. Uh, he's our new guy. And our player of the game is, you guessed it, Shea Gilgis Alexander. Um, He led the team in scoring. Um, We had a pretty solid scoring performance across the board, but we got to give it to Shea. He was definitely really exciting, um, doing what we needed him to end up doing, especially since, you know, we're 10 out of 23 you know, shooting total. Three out of seven from the three-point line. Three out of six from the free-throw line. It sucks. But he had two rebounds, an assist, a steal, and a turnover. But he had 26 points on 10 and 23 shooting. I'm going to count that as a W. And I'm hoping for better and better things to keep on happening with Shea. What does that mean? Do I get, do I get anything? Do I win? Do I get I a bonus? I'll <laughs> be sick. No, it's just, I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. Right, yeah. Whatever.
And the next game we have is at home, guys. I'll be there at Gerald Amir. Um, me and the wife, we're going to be hanging out, doing some cool stuff. Uh, I'm amped up about it. Opening night is always awesome in the Chesapeake Arena. We're playing the Washington Wizards. They actually lost tonight already um, to the... Oh, man, why can't I remember right now? The Dallas Mavericks is who they lost to. Um, So we might be able to beat the Wizards. Um, So we're just going to hope for the best, expect the worst, and we're going to have a great season. So we're going to keep this thing going. And guys, I'm signing off for Steven. Talk to you Friday. And thunder up. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.